Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello, and thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. This is episode number 33 in season two, and we are in our series um, called With. Um, It's a book that we uh, are just walking through, kind of giving an overview by uh, Sky Jathani. Um, And as always, guys, please feel free to download and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. Um, And new episodes do come out every Tuesday. Um, So we want to continue through this journey through the book with mm-hmm. um, we talked last week about just the posture of life under God. Mm-hmm. And remember there's four, five postures and there's four that are not good. And then there's the one that is great, which is called with obviously, which is the name of the book. Um, and um, we've had some really good conversation. Yeah, we have around it. Yeah. And I think really what we're working to have in this conversation, which it's a little challenging because it's just the two of us, but right. we know many of you guys talk to us. We're just not there to hear it. So feel free to, <laughs> to send in your questions and your thoughts and yes. your ideas on this, because it is a conversation worth having in the body Absolutely. of Christ that, yeah. that I think Jatani brings up some really great points of things that we're not even aware that we're doing yeah. and, um, and puts language to them, which is helpful. Mm-hmm. And then, and then shares about what else it should look like. And I think what we have found so interesting is that this journey of Table and Well really has been about, like I said in the opening, um, that it really has been about the witness of God and our yeah. discovery of that and what it's what it's like to experience that and to be a vessel of that, the witness mm-hmm. of God for others, yeah. and then to experience the witness of God through others. others. Yeah. Um, and experience it directly from him as well. And so these different postures are what get in the way of us being able to experience that. And it puts language to it. And what we want to say to, even though we're talking about some kind of tricky things, some, some points that may offend us, right. (laughs) That that is like, Ooh, I do that. And I don't like, I don't like being, I don't like that being talked about, or or I don't like that pointed out. Right. Attention to in my life. Um, or, or even the parts of us that like to argue that we're not doing that, but then we are, (laughs) um, what we're not trying to do here is say that there isn't validity to these ideas. What we are saying is that is, is throwing up a bit of a caution sign of, of, are we making these things our God Yeah. or is God our God who he is and his, and the relationship that we actually have with him or have we put things in place of that relationship? Yeah. And even as a, to to that point, as I mentioned, even in in our first podcast of the series and an overview, just these different postures and these different ways we relate to God in and of themselves are not bad or wrong mm-hmm. it's when we do these things in place of being with god or without god mm-hmm. that that's where it starts to get a little askew right and so and just to reiterate your point the the purpose of this is really to say what are some of the things that maybe we're doing that are taking us away from our ultimate heart desire which is to be with god and living with him and partnering with him mm-hmm. and the pain that we experience when 
these postures are not enough. Yeah. That the pain we're actually experiencing is that we haven't been with, with him, him and we cannot find him in the midst of pain and that these postures are not enough to cover or to mm. replace him ever, ever, but we can replace mm. him with these postures, especially when life is good. Yeah. It's when life isn't good that these postures begin to uh, fall apart. Yeah. Because again, as enough. Yeah. Cause again, the, 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 these, these different ways of relating to God have come about because we want to, because we have fears. Mm-hmm. Um, there's human fears and things that we want to control. And so we approach this relationship or relating to God in these ways, but really, cause that, but in saying all that, our heart's desire is to be safe and connected with him. Right. And so sometimes these things get in the way of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about over God and what that looks like. So I'm going to do just a quick description of that and then we'll break it down a little bit and just see where we go from here. So over God. So what this is, it dismisses religion as irrational superstition and seeks to control by discovering how the world works and then directly implementing the right principles. Mm -hmm. This is that piece that we talked about, about how principles are what frame our our God. Yes. So life under God was about religion. We have a God who mm-hmm. is out there and has, um, is kind of like holds these strings and, and depending on how we behave and how we right. obey will then cause, there's a cause and effect to yeah. his, his interaction. Yeah, with we're us, trying to right? manipulate God through our rituals and morality. Right. Yeah. Whereas life over God is actually a bit of the flip side of that, but it's funny how we kind of use the same thing. Whereas instead of saying um, my religious exercises is what causes God to act, I actually don't really need God because Mm -hmm. I figured out his principles and his principles are good enough. Or even this belief that that God came, he created us, well, that God created us, and then he gave us a manual and he left. Right. Not, and that's funny. Not Emmanuel, God with us, a manual <laughs> being, oh, that's really good. <laughs> being the Bible and how almost like he's this, um, Jatani, Jatani talks about it like a clockmaker yeah. who makes the clock and then leaves a manual and then leaves. And why would we need the clockmaker if, if he left the if he guidelines left him, of how to fix it, how to fix it. Right. We yeah. would never take a clock back to the clockmaker to just let him know how it's working. Right. Um, we take it back when it's broken, but we don't take it back when it's broken because we have a manual. Right. Exactly. Um, that's so funny. A manual. A manual. <laughs> uh, we actually have a manual. Wow. That's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of fun. So, um, so the, the, it's almost like unlocking the code and we do this everywhere Yeah. that being in business, I, I've read all the books. This is, <laughs> this is where all your self-help comes in, yeah. right? This is even what table and well could be, um, right. like, like boxed into yeah. if we don't fight against it mm-hmm. is that have we figured out maturity skills that are very important for our growth and for our yes. health and our ability to relate one with another? Yes, we have. They would be known as, they could be known as principles, principles. right? Yep. There's lots skills. of skills. There's lots of business principles that yes. we know work, yes. right? There's book after book after book of mm-hmm. principles. The problem isn't the principle. The problem isn't the skill. No. The problem is, is those things become 
more important than our relationship with God. And we yeah. use those almost to replace our relationship. Um, that could swing as far as atheism goes. Yeah. And it could be, it could be what we call Christianity. We've just not realized that we have replaced. Yeah. We have replaced God, God with and relating to him and doing life with him with these principles. Right. Because the principles work. They do. The, we, we've we've applied principles in our life, mm-hmm. biblical principles, mm-hmm. business principles, mm-hmm. and they work. And they produce fruit. And we've taught them. And yep. we've taught them, and mm-hmm. they do. And so the again the 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 temptation mm-hmm. could easily be. I'll just live my life according to principles. Mm-hmm. And, and, that's and we it. can end up there, I think, quicker than we than a conscious decision. I think that's the caution here in this yeah. conversation is that it can so harmlessly happen mm-hmm. um, where and we can so often look for this where it's like, oh, no. OK, so this thing is happening. Like, what do I do? What's the and we're so big about practical, right? right like yeah. the practical steps to do something different in order to get a different result, right? We're yeah. looking for that. Like yes. what's what's the thing I need to do to get a different result? And we're not asking like like the under God principle where it's like, what do I need to do to get a different result from God? Because I actually right. believe like he, everything comes from him, which it does, but that that my actions get him to respond. Right. This instead is more of like a worldly principle of yeah. Uh, this is how it's like Newton's law. This is how it just works. So if yeah. I know how it works and I can figure that out, even scientifically, right. then I can get X result. And you can like yeah. that. That's true. There's lots of things. I yeah. mean, we teach brain science. We do. I, was, that- <laughs> I, I was actually going to say that that's one of those places where like where you find people who are. And this is why I think sometimes, too, that people that are more logical and have mm-hmm. more a scientific viewpoint Mm -hmm. find it hard to believe in god Mm -hmm. or i'm saying find it hard find it maybe harder yeah because they have seen all the laws they've Mm -hmm. seen all the principles they've done the research they've seen him in action and they work without him and they work without him Mm -hmm. yeah so there's quote unquote no need Mm -hmm. for a relationship with him Mm -hmm. and that's great great that's terrible (laughs) way to put that but like that that's great if you're coming from some from a worldview where you don't actually need God anyway, right? right? Like, there's your proof. There's your proof you don't need God. Right. Like, you can just do the principles and it's all going to be great. Yeah. What the real problem is, is that when we're not people who don't believe, we are people who do believe in God right. and who have, who believe that we should be in relationship with him and then somehow put all these principles in place in his place. Right. And we, yeah. And we find ourselves, you can very easily find yourself in a place of being um, just lost mm-hmm. and, and, and almost, you know, I won't say bewildered, but just kind of this space of, man, I'm doing all the principles. Like I'm doing the things and, you know, and, and I feel this distance between me and God. Right. I'm, I'm doing the principles I'm doing them and there's fruit in my life, mm-hmm. but I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't feel with him. Mm-hmm. And this is where we kind of alluded to this a little bit in the under God conversation of when we use, um, <laughs> prince, biblical principles in people's lives when, 
when they're not going well of did you do yeah. the biblical principle right, right. just like yeah. just like we can in under god of like did you do did you obey the thing mm-hmm. so that god would respond in the same way we're like what's the principle that's out of place here that's causing yeah. that interruption in your life for things not to go yeah. as well and the then we start offering free, yeah, yeah we start offering free principle advice that right. that is actually not helpful cuz usually in those moments when things are not going well sure do we wish i mean we've had multiple conversations in just the last literal 4 days right. of of people walking through really tough places and we keep saying like i'm so sorry that i don't have the magic answer yeah because gosh if if we could just have the magic answer, right? And that's what this is about. Like we have found magic answers. Yeah. We have found principles that, that, that function on the earth and they get results. The problem is when there's not a principle available to fix our heartache. Yeah. To, to fix disconnection, to fix loss and grief. Mm -hmm. When we can't just come up with, something else to replace devastation right when in spite of all the principles devastation comes or loss comes then what do we do do? because there's no principled way to get out of that it doesn't stop calamity from coming yeah it just it it it, it very easily can become this downward spiral Mm -hmm. um and so even as we're talking about that like on the on the surface, I think it it looks really good. You can, I mean, again with all of these, I think on the surface it looks great. We apply the principles; it works. We see fruit. We see growth. We see health. Mm-hmm. We see, you know, whatever you feed the thing, it grows. You mm-hmm. know, that and it's like, oh, we're growing. Things are great. But there's really some really subtle shortcomings that happen when we start to operate in that space where the principle becomes the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so one of them is that it, it can cause us to reduce faith to a principle, mm-hmm. divine law um, and uh, applicable instructions. So like we no longer have to, quote unquote, live by faith because I can just apply the thing. Right. Yeah. And and part of part of relationship with God is the mystery of yeah. him. Mm-hmm. There is so much that we will never understand. And this is and we don't like it. We do not like that as humans. We yeah. want and have sought from day one to figure it out, right? right? Like to figure out the formula so that we can just do that and we don't need him. We don't have to stand in this space of uncertainty and unknown and mm-hmm. mystery and 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 no answers to important questions, really important questions. Yeah. We talk about this um, in trainings that we do that as a leader, you're actually, your job is not to know all the, the answers. answers. Like yeah. you won't, you cannot know. Right. And the moment that we believe we do have all the answers and begin to form religions around that, right. we're in trouble. Our job actually is to continue to have more questions than answers yeah. so that we are continually relationally engaging with him and with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so true. We, 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 and actually one of the shortcomings in that too, it just, it even stops and it stifles curiosity with God. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, 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 because if it's a formula, then you don't need to be curious. You know, the answer. Right. But, um, right. The mystery of it is, and the, and really the beauty and the depth of this relationship with mm-hmm. is the curiosity that you can have with the Lord and you can ask him questions and like, Lord, what do you want me to know about this? Right. Because we were, if we, if he's reduced to, I mean, it just gets 
honestly, it'd be kind of boring. Not that like, no, trust me, I'm not saying that like, hey, you went through something tough. Yay, exciting. Not saying right. that. Right, yeah. But there becomes this monotony to, well, God always does this. Well, God mm-hmm. will never do this. Mm-hmm. Well, God will only does this because mm-hmm. we've reduced him to a formula. So there's no curiosity. There's no engagement. There's no right. relational connection mm-hmm. even with him because we've just, well, this good thing happens, so this bad thing is going to happen tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. well, I think it's so interesting that we even do this with people. It's oh. it's the same way, and I hadn't thought about this, but it's the same way that we categorize people to stay over them, to stay like oh. above them in a way of like we don't really need to relate to you and to do the messy relating thing. That's good. So I'm just going to like put you in this category and decide this thing about you. That's really that good. is like a principle, which we would call it like, oh, that's just their um, culture or how they are. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And it, that kind of sounds a little bit opposite, but I think it's true is that there's, we believe that these certain like facts exist mm-hmm. about oh yeah categorizations of people that we're just like, oh, well, you just are. And so therefore this is the answer to that. Whereas like, where's the curiosity even in engaging with humans of, Maybe I think this to be true, but yeah, don't. is there something else to be understood beyond what I, I think? Well, I don't, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but that is the basis of prejudice mm-hmm. or prejudging. Yeah. It's that idea of, of, well, the formula is this. If you are this and you're this and you look like this, then this is how you behave. And so mm-hmm. I already got you figured out. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't call that a principle, but hmm, whatever that is, it's a bias, well, right? A it's a plus built, B equals we'll C. <laughs> That's a principle. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a principled bias. And yeah. And um, I was actually just sharing last week with a new friend about about my friend Jimmy, which I don't know how much. I don't even know that we've ever talked yeah, about Jimmy talked on about the podcast. Yeah, okay. a little bit. Yeah. A little bit on the podcast. But, but there was a point where... Um, I was doing a Beth Moore Bible study about James and he was talking about the orphans and the widows and caring for the orphans and the widows could be as a principle, right? Like I definitely cared for the orphans and the mm-hmm. widows out of principle yeah. because again, I'm a very principled person right? and it is a lot of what guides my life of mm-hmm. knowing what's right and wrong. Cause that's yep. what, for whatever reason, important to me. And, and I did many years of mm-hmm. being a very principled person yeah. without him, <laughs> even though, even though I would have said I was doing it with him. Yeah. And even in this scenario, it was like, well, I care for the orphans and the widows. And then I passed a homeless man on the street and I was like, but I don't do homeless. <laughs> and I felt in my spirit like, oh, really? You know, and then there comes that relational component. Right. Yeah. And then the Lord brought Jimmy into my life, a homeless man that from from everybody else's perspective was a throwaway of society. Mm-hmm. And and I had already drawn that conclusion in that equation that he he had, you know, he was in that category for me mm-hmm. too, until that encounter, um, until the Lord taught me something different and, and taught me to wake up to the mystery yeah. of humanity and that it, that it exists in all of us, that, that he exists in all of us. Um, yeah, I just, I just find that so interesting how this idea of mystery and curiosity with God and with others is lost when we begin to, boil life down to a set of yeah principles principles yeah um 
it's just it's just interesting. And you can see this too in different spaces. There's stories in the Bible where you can look at and see how we just you've you've concluded this mm-hmm. is how you know God's gonna work. Mm-hmm. And there's you know Moses talked about that where he you know was um, bring forth water. You know he hit the rock, and then God told him to do something different. So what did he do? He hit the rock. Water came out. Yeah, he was so used to using a staff to do miracles yeah. and to and to and for God to do miraculous things through that staff that yeah. that yeah, he, he just, he's like it's a principle. It yeah, works. It works. Boom, I'm going to do it. And it did work. Mm-hmm. But that's not what God was asking him to do. Right. You yeah. know, and so he again, did it without he God. He did it without God. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Like even right. in just and so even just thinking about that like that moment was without God. But God still showed up. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Because of who he, he is. is. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so again, our heart in this guys is just to know that life with God is, is where we want to be, but we want to mm-hmm. just draw attention to these other spaces that we try to relate to God in. And I also want to say this too. It, it may not be every area of your life. You may not live your entire life in a posture that's over God. Right. But there could be areas of that of your life, right? That you do, yeah. Or or even day to day. If I'm yeah. being honest, being a principled person, there's many days where I can wake up and function within the principles that are godly principles. Therefore, mm. I feel connected in a way to him because I'm operating in things that are in harmony with him, yeah. right? Like I'm mm-hmm. not in disharmony with with his intention. But yet I can do that completely without him. And it can be even a day-to-day thing. Yeah. It isn't necessarily like, oh, this whole life area of my life is completely off That's the good. rails because I'm, I've am i chased principles and now I'm way over here. It's like, no, it can be as simple as day-to-day of, yeah. I can do this day operating in harmony with you. That's good. And, and things that are true to who you are and how you've created this world to work and and all these things that we're discovering in science, like brain science, where it's like, yeah, that works. That's true. And I can forget that he's here. Yeah. So much of the work that we do is is taking the time to recognize that he's with us every single moment. There's yeah. not a moment that he goes somewhere else mm-hmm. and is like, well, you know what? I'll just leave those principles with you and I'll be back. You right. know? Yeah. And we think about that, though, because we can take them and we're like, okay, thanks for the principles. And then we just like walk along our journey. We can even do that from our devotions in the morning, right? Right. Like, okay, Lord, let let me spend my time with the Lord. And then I'm going to get a scripture and then it's going to speak to me and it's going to guide me through my day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you can leave him there and you can forget that he's like walking with you at every single moment that he he's inside of us. So therefore he lives with with us always in the good and in the bad um residing in and through those principles that's when i think about Mm, that like oh i want i want to do these things and see these things implemented and see growth in people because your principles are working but i want to see you yeah in the midst of this more than i want to see the principle you've been listening to the table and well podcast new episode stream every tuesday to begin your journey to relational health, go to tableandwell.org forward slash IRH to join our Intro to Relational Health Lab. This is our free four-week mini course where you will learn skills and practices that will transform the way you engage with relationships. So for more information or resources, go to tableandwell.org.